Man, what a weird day yesterday. Two of the richest men in the world challenged each other to a cage match, and two of the most powerful women in Congress got into a fight, a cat fight on the floor of the House of Representatives. <laughs> anyway, what, uh, what's up? This is Mark Hay Saves the Republic. We'll get into all of that, like all of it, and so much more here in a minute. But first, uh, yesterday, I sang a song on the show, and I did it live, and it was okay, but I, I needed to clean it up a little bit. Um, and everyone was like, please clean it up. Please get it out there. I'd love to hear it again. It was about Joe Biden and how corrupt he is and how he gets away with everything, not just him, but his entire family. In fact, anybody with the last name Biden seems to be able to just slip through the cracks and uh, gets the protection of the DOJ, the FBI, not to mention millions of dollars flowing into their bank account from all these nefarious places. And it was based on a song I wrote back in 2016 about Hillary Clinton, who, let's face it, Hillary Clinton was the same exact way. Hillary Clinton and Bill and I guess Chelsea, and they all uh, they all got away with whatever they wanted. If they if they rented out the Lincoln bedroom for cash, boom, no one seemed to care if they, you know, they got oral sex from their interns in the Oval Office. Sure, he got impeached, but it didn't seem to hurt business. Hillary Clinton got the nomination. They were making millions that were funneled through the Clinton Foundation. There were deals with China, her servers. And then, of course, all of those people that she supposedly worked with, all of her associates, they kept winding up dead. It was so weird, wasn't it? And Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton, even though they did the crimes, they never did the time. Fast forward now seven years, and we've got a, the whole scenario, the same scenario. Joe Biden and his son Hunter and his entire crooked family, they're out there and they're doing these things and we're getting evidence and these alleged crimes are getting closer and closer to being proven in the House of Representatives. We've got the whistleblower reports. We've got everything else. And we now see that Joe Biden is very similar to the, the uh, Clintons. Nothing sticks. These Hunter Biden guilty pleas, which are basically just, I mean, they're not even guilty pleas. They're like, all right, we're going to let you go home for a couple of years and then we're just going to expunge your entire record. So you don't have to worry about the fact that you didn't pay your taxes. You don't have to worry about the fact that you lied on a federal gun form, which, by the way, a lot of people are upset about because they are in jail right now for doing the exact same thing. The only difference was their daddy wasn't the president. Anywho, so I thought about that Hillary Clinton song and I thought about what was going on with Joe Biden. And I thought, you know what? I should update this for 2023. And I did. And I grabbed my ukulele and I played it on the show and people loved it. And they said, Mark, I want to get a copy. So just I, I'll play it for you now. But just so you know, this is available now. And I put it up on YouTube, put it up on the Twitter. It's pretty much everywhere. Uh, you can go and enjoy it. Ladies and gentlemen, the Joe Biden song. You want to rob a bank or run a red light? There is something you should do first that'll make it all right. You can break any law without any oversight if you change your last name to Biden. You can lie to the feds and just act like a jerk. Make a crap ton of money without doing any work. Plus, you can grope other men's wives as an added perk if you change your last name to Biden. You can take millions of dollars in illegal bribes and then cover it all up with a bunch of lies. Your son can have sex with his dead brother's wife if you change your last name to Biden. The IRS, the DOJ, the FBI, do whatever you say. You can have all of your enemies locked away if you change your last name to Biden. 
You can arrest Republican candidates without probable cause. Keep top secret documents in your unsecured garage. You can give underage girls a creepy shoulder massage if you change your last name to Biden. Get hundreds of people killed in Afghanistan. Take selfies at the White House with a topless trans man. And you can even run for president without being able to stand. You can do it if your last name is Biden. Nothing to it if your last name is Biden. It's against the law? Screw it. Your last name is Biden. Yeah, there you go. So that was uh thank you. Thank you. I appreciate I, I'm just uh, I'm just gonna pretend that you're clapping in your car or at the gym or wherever you happen to be listening to this. And uh, I'm taking a virtual I'm taking a virtual bow. But that is, you know, and, and a lot of that is fairly accurate. None of these things are, you know, none of these things ever result in any kind of circumstance, negative circumstance for the Bidens, whether it's the inappropriate touching, the groping of women, the uh clear cut criminal charges, the the money laundering, the bribery, I mean, all of it, it's just its just water under the bridge. Again, because Joe Biden, is, Joe Biden became president. It's very interesting. Joe Biden became president as an insurance policy. He didn't want to be president. We all know that. His son, Bo, died. He was distraught. Hillary Clinton didn't want him to be, to be president. She wanted to be president. So they made this mutual agreement. Hey, look, I'm going to go away to Delaware. I'm going to retire. You go be president. And then you can keep the lid on all of these crimes that we've all committed and you can keep us all safe from uh, prosecution. And Hillary was like, fine, go, see ya, bye-bye. And all of a sudden, she she flamed out, man. Donald Trump came in, he, he just pounded her. And uh, not the way Bill Clinton pounded women, but the way, you know, politically he pounded her. And, um, and you know, when that was it. And all of a sudden, boom, uh, Donald Trump was out there threatening this, threatening that, threatening to uh, tell everyone what was going on in the swamp. Hillary Clinton had was powerless to do anything about it. So the Democrats had to move into panic mode and they had to start attacking Donald Trump. And then they needed to find somebody who was in their little criminal activity club uh, to run for president in 2020. And the only person they could find was Joe Biden because Hillary Clinton was damaged goods, wasn't going to be able to win. And Barack Obama had already served his two terms. Um, so the only one left was Joe. They dust him off, dusted him off and they did whatever they could. And now they have their insurance policy in place. They're all safe, at least until... 2024. Now, when I wrote this song for Hillary Clinton in 2016, she lost. So I'm hoping now that I've written the song for Joe Biden in 2024, he'll lose too. Um, but we got to make it go viral. So, you know, if you uh, if you have some time later today, go to YouTube, share that link with everybody. You know, if you know a bunch of people who are if you got a bunch of Republican leaning friends or conservative friends or people who just don't like Joe Biden and what he's done to this country, send it to them, tell them to play it, tell them to share it so that we can hopefully defeat him. Again, I, don't, I can't prove that my Hillary Clinton song helped defeat Hillary Clinton, but I believe deep down in my heart of hearts uh, that it played, that it did play a part. Um, anyway, all right, so let's, get to, uh, so let's get to what was going on yesterday on the House of Representatives, uh, the floor of the House of Representatives. So this is interesting. We know that there have been a bunch of people who've come forward and they've, they've, uh, they've uh, um, established or they've introduced articles of impeachment against Joe Biden. One of the earliest was Marjorie Taylor Greene. Marjorie Taylor Greene, she did it the very first day. I think she was elected, even though Nancy Pelosi was House Speaker. She did it again uh, last month. She brought uh, articles of impeachment against everybody, Christopher Wray and Merrick Garland and Alejandro Mayorkas and Joe Biden. Um, those, you know, didn't really, nothing really came of those. They were kind of moving forward slowly. Kevin McCarthy said, look, there's 
we're, we're investigating. We need to make sure we have all the evidence. We need to make sure we're bringing this case to the people. Well, Lauren Boebert from Colorado, who is, who was all, people, it's, they have an interesting relationship apparently, because you may remember that they were always seen together. They were buddy, buddy at the state of the union address. They were sitting together screaming and yelling at the president um, when he was saying dumb things, which was most of the time, uh, you know, they seem to have similar ideals and ideas and they have, you know, uh, this, this kind of in your face brash way of doing business. So it always seemed like they were very tight. Now there have been some splits. You may remember when Kevin McCarthy was fighting for his life to become speaker of the house, Marjorie Taylor Greene was firmly in Kevin McCarthy's camp and Lauren Boebert was alongside Matt Gates, firmly opposed to Kevin McCarthy. So there have been some, there have been some splits in the past. Well, apparently yesterday, according to reports, Man, the stuff went down between MGT and Lauren B. Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert got into it on the House floor. This is from, uh, well, here, there's audio of it. Let's see if we can hear the audio. Thank you. Conversations to the back. Off the floor. For what purpose does the gentlewoman... Order, please. Okay, so you can't really hear anything except for the uh, the guy with the gavel. But basically what you see is Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene, and they're in a heated discussion. And here is here is what the uh, reports are. The messy feud, but this is from Yahoo. The messy feud between two of MAGA world's biggest stars burst into public view on Wednesday when Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene called Representative Lauren Boebert a, quote, little bitch. Telling you, I'm just reading the news. Uh, called her a quote little bitch to her face on the floor of the U.S. House of Representatives. The angry exchange came as the two lawmakers have been swiping at each other over their competing resolutions to impeach President Joe Biden. But tensions came to a head on Wednesday after Boebert leveraged a procedural tool to force a vote on her own impeachment resolution within days, undercutting Green, who had offered her own resolution, but not with the procedural advantages of forcing a vote. Green apparently cursed out Boebert while the House was voting Wednesday afternoon as the two spoke in a center aisle of the House floor. Part of their interaction was captured on C-SPAN's cameras. According to two sources that saw the exchange and a third familiar with the matter, the back and forth began when Boebert approached Green, then seated in the chamber and confronted her over statements you made about me publicly. All three of the sources said Green called Boebert a bitch one of the sources said Green called her a little bitch. So we're not really sure what size bitch she was, she was actually called. According to the two sources, Green then stood up and alleged that Boebert copied my articles of impeachment, to which the Colorado lawmaker fired back that she hadn't even read Green's revolution. resolution. And then Marjorie Taylor Green said, I've donated to you. I've defended you. But you've been nothing but a little bitch to me. And you copied my articles of impeachment after I asked you to co-sponsor them. So uh, basically, here's what happened. It, 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 and again, this is all hearsay and conjecture. But, you know, most of what happens in, in politics is uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene introduces articles of impeachment. She asked Lauren Boebert to co-sponsor them, which I guess she declines to do. And then later on, Lauren Boebert wants to force a vote. So she does this resolution. Um, and, and according to Marjorie Taylor Greene, just copies the articles of impeachment, the exact same wording, the exact same or, you know, write up that she had. And now 
Lauren Boebert's uh, issue is on the floor and everyone's going to be forced to decide whether or not they support it. Unless, of course, Kevin McCarthy does some little maneuvering of his own and pushes it back to the ethics committee, which I think is probably going to happen. Um, and now Mar and now Marjorie Taylor Greene is like, look, you're taking credit for my work and I've supported you. I've donated to you. I've tried to help you. And now you're just being a little B word. Um, it's, it's really interesting. It's probably not the best time for some kind of feud between these two superstars of the, uh, of the Republican party, because they are superstars. I mean, I've been, I've been in, I've been to conventions where they were both present. I've been, you know, in, in, uh, in places where they both been speaking and they are both of them heralded as stars. People love them. They like to take their photos with them. They love to support them. They love to see, you know, take selfies. It's, um, these, these are big names. Um, and, and until today, we always thought that they were on the same side and they are still on the same side. Look, they're arguing because they both want to impeach Joe Biden. Everybody wants this guy out of here, but they, uh, they just have different opinions as to whether or not or how it should be done, how quickly it should be done. And oh yes, also maybe one of them stole the other one's homework. I don't know. I don't know the gist of all that now as a, as far as the articles of impeachment go, they're not going to go that far. As we said before, Kevin McCarthy is scared that he's going to lose the majority. He's scared that this is going to look bad on the American people. And he wants people to, he wants people or he wants the voters to know that this is a serious thing and we're not just going to impeach Joe Biden. Now, again, as a voter, as somebody who follows politics, I feel like we have a lot of information already out there about Joe Biden and his misdealings. We have a lot of information about Joe Biden and his lack of ability to do the job. I mean, keep in mind, it's not just impeaching him on corruption charges. It's not just impeaching him over the stuff we found out from the whistleblowers, the alleged $5 million that he accepted in exchange um, for getting that prosecutor fired in Ukraine, the one that was investigating Burisma. And oh, yeah, his son, Hunter, who, by, by the way, also got $5 million. That's just one part of it. There's several other things you can impeach Joe Biden on. And there's several people that are trying to impeach him on very different things. For example, um, his military ridiculousness in Afghanistan, which resulted in the death of hundreds, not just our, our troops, uh, <clears throat> but pardon me, the Afghan citizens and our allies and things like that. The, uh, the money that he left behind, the weapons that he left behind, the, the, the people that are still there trying to fighting to get out that we've basically abandoned. And that's all impeachable offenses, all, not to mention the border, the lack of ability or desire or really just the... I mean, the the blatant dereliction of duty to enforce the laws that uh, res that restrict our border from illegal immigrants just pouring in. In fact, it seems like Joe Biden is not only is not only ignoring the laws, but he's aiding and abetting a lot of these illegals as, as is Alejandro Mayorkas. And they're all just turning the other cheek. So the impeachable offenses, there's a ton. There's so many. There's so many impeachable offenses um, that I I'm, you know, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I say, let's do this. Also, I believe that we need to look at the weaponization of government, and we've seen that Jim Jordan's committee has been investigating that. They've come up with some really concrete evidence as to how Joe Biden has weaponized the government against not just Donald Trump, but others. Matt Taibbi, for example, and, um, and you know, and other people, the January 6th protesters, anyone who has spoken out against Donald uh, against uh, Joe Biden, anyone who has tried to to make it known that Joe Biden is a bad person, shouldn't be president, anyone who. Uh, politically opposes Joe Biden and the and the and the left leaning lunatics who who support him. I mean, all those people are being attacked daily, and they are under investigation, and they are on the there are allegations coming out. I mean, there's so many people that the that are being targeted uh, just because they don't like Joe Biden because they're conservative because they voted for Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis or somebody else, 
and that's going to continue until someone stops it. And a big way to stop it would be to throw up some articles of impeachment. Also, I think it levels the playing field a little bit because you have Donald Trump, who is currently under indictment in New York, currently under indictment in uh, federal court, and probably most likely very soon will be under indictment in Georgia. And if you've got this guy running for president with all these indictments hanging over his head and Joe Biden's just walking around doing nothing, I feel at least if you have both major candidates from both major parties being investigated at the same time during the campaign, that makes it a little more even, Stephen. I mean, not that much, but a little more even, Stephen. Um, but again, I don't know. I don't know what the plan is. Kevin McCarthy says he doesn't want it to happen now. He's urging people not to do it. Kevin McCarthy, in fact, here, let me read you the. Let me read you the exact uh, thing here that I see. McCarthy urges, Drudge Report says, oh, here we go. Uh, CNN politics. McCarthy warns House GOP now is not the time to force vote import impeaching Biden. What majority do we want to be? Speaker Kevin McCarthy urged House Republicans to vote against the resolution brought forward by GOP Representative Lauren Boebert of Colorado, forcing a vote to impeach President Joe Biden this week, arguing now is not the right time. House Republicans are divided over Boebert's resolution with a number of members emerging from the meeting expressing frustration with the conservative congresswoman's push to force a vote on the politically contentious issue. McCarthy said Wednesday evening that the House will refer Boebert's impeachment resolution to the Homeland Security Committee, confirming CNN's earlier reporting on that approach. There will be a rule vote on the floor to make the referral to the committee, allowing Republicans to defuse the politically thorny issue for now though internal party tension over the issue was on display for much of Wednesday. So basically what he's going to do is he's going to take a vote not to impeach Joe Biden, but to defer this to the Homeland Security Committee, because uh, that's where that's where she says he was derelict in his duty. She's going all about all about the border. Kevin McCarthy says, I think that the, the that things like impeachment are one of the most awesome powers of the Congress. Oh, I'm sorry. This is some other lawmaker. It's not something you should flippantly exercise in two days. Now, the interesting thing is Marjorie Taylor Greene will probably have to vote for this because, as she pointed out, this is her resolution. Lauren Boebert ripped off her resolution, called it her own, put it out there on the floor and is forcing a vote. So now Marjorie Taylor Greene is like, well, I have to vote for it. I can't not vote for my own resolution just because someone else put their name on it. Um, so that's kind of it's kind of an interesting situation. Anyway, we're going to follow this today and we're going to cover it on the Mark K show faux show. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, by the way, and Elon Musk, there's a story about them fighting in a cage match. Apparently, Mark Zuckerberg, um, he, he basically challenged Elon Musk to a cage match. Uh, and see, Mark Zuckerberg posted on his Instagram account. It was not a joke. He posted a challenge to Elon Musk uh, about a cage match. Oh, okay, here we go. Elon Musk recently tweeted he would be up for a cage match with Zuckerberg, the Meta CEO, who then shot back uh, saying, send me location. Then Musk responded with two words, Vegas, octagon. Okay. And now, um, and now I guess it's happening. I guess, I, I don't know. We, we, we don't have confirmation that it's happening, but we have confirmation that they're both interested. Again, another interesting story that we'll get into on the Marquet show. Plus it's Thursday. So we're going to get some, what the, we have a whole bunch of fun stuff, conspiracy theories galore, all that and more tune in noon Eastern 11 central, wherever you listen to the Marquet show. And don't forget folks, man, the, we have tons of these Trumpinator bobbleheads, which are great gifts for whatever the next holiday you celebrate. If you have someone coming up with a birthday, if you have a, you know, a 4th of July party, you want to get some 
You know what we do at our 4th of July parties? We have a big family reunion and we play games. We do like a trivia contest. We do other games and contests and we give out prizes. And I'm thinking this would be a great prize for, um, you know, any kind of any kind of celebration you have or any kind of competition. Also, baby shower. You know, I work with somebody who's pregnant and there's going to be a baby shower. And I'm thinking, what better baby shower gift for the conservative woman in your life than a Trumpinator bobblehead? Donald Trump dressed like the Terminator. He'll be back. Uh, get yours right here. Just text the word Mark to 70301. Text Mark to 70301. Get your Trumpinator bobblehead today. Listen, thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to go and uh, don't forget to go and play the song and share it with everybody. You know, it's called Joe Biden's the Joe Biden song. And you can find it. Well, I mean, anywhere I posted it. I basically plastered the uh, the Internet with it. And then, of course, uh, subscribe to this podcast, follow this podcast and listen to Marque Saves the Republic every single day so that we can all get together and save the republic.